put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Welcome to Hex Rated, where we four witches will take you on a magical journey through foul language and outrageous feminism. Plus a little witchy shit. I over the beginning fuck whatever one day i'll learn how to engineer hey everybody hey hey welcome to hex rated i'm blackburn i'm scarlet i'm lily and i'm jay it is uh morning time which is super weird for us because we usually do not record in the morning time so get ready for wit for wit and I don't know Yons? something something that's not wit. I don't <laughs> Us know. Us being blinded by the sun. <laughs> that is also true. Um, oh, what is what? Oh, so, so we have so much has been happening. Uh, I went to the lovely city of San Diego, which is Spanish, Spanish or Wales vagina. It was absolutely gorgeous. If you have never been there, I highly recommend a visit. It was great. The weather's great all the time. The harbor is beautiful. The ocean part is beautiful too. The end. It was great. You should go. Thanks for that report on San Diego. I mean, it's really nice is what I'm saying. The food is also extraordinary. That's that's what I've been doing with my life. What have I been doing? What has everybody else been doing? Mm, Just working and gardening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your garden there. Oh, it's so big. Like, I, I guess I just, I've always failed in my past attempts, like, when I was younger, that I assumed it would just be like, meh. But, like, I talked to these guys, and, like, they've just, like, they blew awesome. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, the mint just took over I wonder if now yard. that you've, like, discovered your inner witchiness, that your plants are like, yeah, finally, we've listen. been waiting. We've been waiting for yeah. you. Yeah, because, like, before, I would plant stuff, and I was just, like, I, I guess I just didn't know whether to water I was watering it too much or too little, and now I'm, like, I feel it. I was going to say, maybe it was just like, I'm not saying you had a lack of connection with the plants, but maybe there's just more of a connection now. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's more magical for me now. Like, I I get to use them for different purposes now. Right. And... um, but yeah, I've gotten really attached and now I'm freaking out about winter because I'm like, I've, yeah. I've named them. I don't want them to die. So you can, you can always bring them in. Yeah. I mean, you can bring them in or at least you have a garage, right? You can put them in. Your yeah, I have an indoor patio. Yeah. I just don't know if some of them have gone below. Wait, are they container or are they? Ca- I thought they were in the ground. There's Some of them are in the ground. The okay. mint's in the ground. Um, and then some of the oregano's in the ground. And the parsley and basil and thyme are all like in these concrete Right, the that I, blocks. yeah, the cinder blocks yeah. that I painted. Those should and be I, fine over I, the winter. Yeah, yeah. hopefully the basil is probably the only one that might yeah. be upset if there's a frost. But what you can do, since it's so big, is you can take cuttings of the stem and replant it in pots, and it'll root. And you can have little baby basil plants. Maybe that's so. If do. if the main plant outside doesn't like the cold and won't come back, because the oregano will die down, it'll look like it's dead, but it won't be. Okay. It will come it, back. Oregano will come back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've been like, Rosemary I like maybe I can make a greenhouse or something. Rosemary will come back too. Yeah, yeah, but you can take mint, cuttings of mint. Will totally come yeah, back. Yeah, mint's a weed, so it'll come back. Mint's coming oh, back. Yeah. 
the mint is like it's like a koi fish fighting the other things and i'm like you gotta leave everything else like leave my rosemary alone i'm in leave the parsley mint alone, will take man. over like a motherfucker it's so delicious it's delicious what are, what are you fun fact do? put yeah. put mint in your chai tea mm. it'll be a fun flavor adventure of spicy and cooling oh. yeah i've yeah. wanted to put some in some ice cream oh like some vanilla yes mm. let's let's make some foods um, I was a mermaid at a three-year-old's birthday party. Yeah, you were. Oh. You looked fabulous. I was a land mermaid. There was no pool. I so. mean, <laughs> then nobody knew the difference. It's fine. This the five-year-old, don't. yeah, they they didn't. This five-year-old girl was like, "Are you real?" And I was like, "Are you real?" <laughs> and she was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and she was like, "Yes." And I and I was like, I looked at myself like, "I well, I I think I'm real." Did you have like a whole backstory, um, like a mermaid the, story? I'm history? gonna be real. Three year olds are not very good investigative journalists. <laughs> <laughs> they are did you not sure? really get into it. Oh. Um, but what was funny is uh, some of the adults. Like I think part of it was that they didn't want to like break my character, right. but they talked to me really weird. They were like, they're like, so, uh, like. Like and then tried to have a normal conversation where it's like, so you're a mermaid. Yeah, kinda like that. Oh, and it was weird. like people I kinda know. So yeah. instead of just being like, So what's up? They're like, So like you using the I'm talking to Is it because some, they're around a bunch of kids though? It might, I don't know. I don't it was know just how funny. people act. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well you tell us how they Or act. they would talk to me but in third person they were like does the mermaid need a dream? <laughs> <laughs> yes, about 10. Oh, my God. Yeah, you looked great. Loved Thanks. your outfit. You got many compliments. Were these pictures on the Facebook? They were. Yeah. They oh, were. Maybe under... you're not friends with my friend. Oh, yeah. I don't think I am. Whoops. And I don't need more no, friends. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? I try to get rid of 10 a week. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Who can I cut out of this? Not via Facebook. I just try to wipe them off the face of the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not necessary. <laughs> I actually took Facebook off of my phone in the last month, and I have never felt so free. It's, I also have felt a little bit disconnected because especially when we were on vacation, I was like not really checking the news or whatever. I didn't even know that the mass gun thing happened until like later that day. So or, late, you know, the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. been fucking rough. Yeah. What's what's before we get into world okay. current affairs? What's what's going on with you? Twin mother of twins just been pregnant so pregnant with two babies. I'm gigantic, but you painted the bubba room did a beautiful emerald did paint the bubba room looks good. And while I was at um oh, Lowe's God. picking out my paint, oh, yeah. so uh, I was with uh, my husband, and <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Trigger warning: yeah. feminist rant yeah, coming up. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Sorry. So uh, yeah, I was with my husband, and he was like looking at the paint swatches, and I was like, okay, well, I know we need um, a couple things. Like we were all out of tape, so I'm gonna go over here, and I'm like looking at the tape, and this. Lowe's employee stops and he goes, it's so it's this older gentleman, probably in his late forties, maybe early fifties. He was very gray gentleman. And, um, he asked, he was like, are you going to be doing some painting? And I assumed that he was going to be like, 
well, let me do it. Can I help you? Like, that's not the best tape. I don't know. Like, I assumed he was going to, like, say something helpful, uh, which I hate. You were wrong. Yeah, right? I hate it when people talk to me at the store anyways. I always try to look like I know what I'm doing and that I'm a bitch. So no one says anything to me. Um, Well, you you are both of those things. You you do know what you're doing and you are a bitch. So I don't need your help. I'm just kidding. Um, But no, he goes, he was like, okay, well, wear some gloves, please. And I was like, please yes oh he said oh, that he said, you didn't include that on yeah, the first telling like, of the story oh, passive aggressive. i was like like i looked at him confused like i was like uh, what like <laughs> like what? you're so stunned you don't know how yeah, to respond i was like yeah. I, I i don't even know what he's alluding to right now i'm like thinking gloves like what is that he's like because you're and he like motions to his stomach you know and he can't say the word pregnant and i kind of look down at my own belly <laughs> as like, if to say what look up at him and i'm like just have this like look of utter confusion on my face he's like you know, because just in case, you really need to wear some gloves. And I was like, oh, God. like just so shocked that he was saying these things to me. I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, okay, well, just wear some gloves and walked away. And I was like, and, and so I, I was really upset that I just like stood there in, in stunned silence because I was like, I didn't have like a script prepared. You know how some people will say something to you that's just so ridiculous. And if you don't have a script prepared. Two hours later, you're, y- you're going, like, what the goddamn? I yeah, should have said I was, this and this. I, I was ranting about it for a long time um, yeah. to my husband because he came over and he was like, oh, is that guy helping you? And I was like, let me tell you what this motherfucker just did. <laughs> so just to be clear, pregnant ladies do not need to be wary of acrylic paint. N- not latex based paint. Like if you were going to huff it. I mean. I'm or drink it you would need to be wear gloves yeah you (laughs) drink it um no like latex based paint is not a problem like they have done studies about paints and pregnant women and nothing is conclusive because they don't want to actually put pregnant women in harm but they know like obviously you shouldn't be huffing paint and like that's even if you're not pregnant you should be painting in a ventilated area and you shouldn't be drinking the paint (laughs) or consuming it in any way all of this is common sense yeah but like one it's my business if i'm painting with or without gloves and my doctor's business like the medical professional that i work with it's not some random dude old man like you're not Lowe's. a paint pharmacist yeah like his business and like the he was so condescending that was mansplaining what to mansplaining you. yes mansplaining me about goddamn paint like you think and about I pregnancy like you, you hadn't looked into that yes, yourself like, but he can't say the you word you think so. that i as a gestures to my stomach lady like <laughs> didn't like do any sort of research or talk to my doctor about things that I should and should not be doing when I'm pregnant you fucking asshole well just the idea that homeboy who like one can't say the word pregnant and mm-hmm. isn't like hey I've got some facts and statistics for you he was like uh just just in case because I have a feeling based on not science that you should probably be doing or not doing a thing so even though I clearly do not know anything about this topic in a professional capacity or in a medical capacity. Um, I'm just going to unload my free advice on you, yeah. even though you are 
actually a pregnant person that would probably know way more about this than I would. Like, no, I'm sure that dude never been pregnant in his life. I mean, maybe he has. I mean, maybe. But like, but he didn't even work in the paint department. He oh, was just good. like passing through. Fuck you. He's not Hardware, even like. Dude. We should do a podcast of ridiculous shit that people say at oh. home improvement stores because every oh. time oh, yeah. I go in there, it is a smorgasbord of sass oh. from me. Because. Yeah. So, but I was wearing a dress one time, oh. not like a fancy evening dress, just like, you know, not pants. <laughs> and some dude was, that worked there was like, oh, you're just, you're just way too fancy to be in here. And I looked at him like all confused and I go, oh my gosh, do I need to leave? <laughs> and I like looked like, you know, I did the John Travolta like, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, like, like, do I need to go? And he was like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh. But but oh my god, can I stay? And he was like, he realized sarcasm. Yeah, (laughs) sarcasm hits you slowly, sir. Yeah, no, I'm just not Uh, uh, quick on my feet like that. Like I just get, I first get thrown off that anybody is even talking to me because I'm like, oh god, I don't want to interact with a human. And then when they say something so outrageous, I'm just like standing there, like, oh my god, this is happening. But no, this guy just saw a pregnant lady and was like, oh hey. I'm probably more of an expert than she is on her body. Let me go talk to her about it and just in passing or paint. tell her. Like I'm an expert on one of these two things. And Which I'm gonna, she was not an expert on. I'm going to drop some knowledge on your sad, cute, pregnant ass. So that we were having this conversation while we were eating a delicious brunch that uh, Scarlett had prepared for us a few minutes ago. But <laughs> you were saying you heard some like st- stats or whatever well i was listening to a ted talk um and a it was a lady who like specialized in like pregnant people pregnant people yeah, pregnant <laughs> she people. Specialized, specialized in pregnant, in pregnant people. people like um psychology and like how society treats uh women but pregnant women in particular and uh, her whole point was when women become pregnant, they're no longer like sexy. You don't start. You don't use those uh, words for them. You call them cute or maybe glowing. But she said cute in particular, like we call little clumsy puppies cute. Like we call little five year old cute. Like you don't call an adult cute because cute things are usually dumb like you're like oh look at right. that stupid five-year-old stupid cute can't look do how anything. adorable but so also adorable dumb. yeah and that that has a psychological effect on society sure. where we inherently think that pregnant women are not intelligent because they're cute and it extends to even doctors who don't like the flat statement of you shouldn't drink when you're pregnant. There is a safe amount that you can drink right. when you're pregnant. They just don't know where the line is. Right. And eh, probably just to be on the safe side, like no alcohol. But like if you wanted to have a glass of wine every once in a while, everything would be OK. Right. Like, but they, they think that pregnant women cannot regulate themselves or can't make their own choices because they're cute and dumb they're not intelligent humans capable of well that makes me that makes me wonder like then do they know what the fucking line is for alcohol but they they just just don't want to tell pregnant women because we're too dumb to fucking but i mean because fetal (sighs) alcohol syndrome is a thing you can definitely drink way too much and it's clearly probably you know depends on all of your own physiology Mm -hmm, probably But yeah. Yeah. But like a glass of wine, like every once in a while, hey, 
glass of champagne at like your friend's wedding or on new year's that's that's not gonna be it that's not a problem but, oh but if you tried i guarantee oh, no. you that everybody else like, would have people something would to be say. ready with pitchforks to like tell you all about yeah this what one doing. uh Ugh. lady was telling me one time she was um one of the teachers i work with that while she was pregnant she was at starbucks getting a not coffee drink to begin with because you're not supposed to really drink that much caffeine either and um, she had cut out caffeine, but she wanted like a Starbucks not coffee drink, but it was in like, it was hot. So it was in like a coffee type cup and oh, just some man. random dude comes up to her and is like, that's as bad as drinking a beer for your baby. And she's like, well, I guess it's none of your business, huh? And she's just like drinking it. Good. It's like one, you don't mm. know what she's drinking, assholes. Like two, it's none of your business what she's drinking. I swear to God, I would lose my shit if I was pregnant and people said that kind of shit to me. I would, I would, I would dump my drink on him and then... <laughs> Hopefully the cool barista would back me up and be like, I'm going to give you another one for free because that was totally worth it. Yeah, but it's that same mentality. People just think like, oh, that she's an idiot and her baby belongs to society. So I'm going to go say something. Yeah, especially that tone. Like, that's worse than a beer. Like, fuck you. I'm sorry. Do you want a written apology, bro? Like, what the fuck? Do you want to raise this baby? I'll bring it to your house when I'm done. Are you a doctor? Like, I mean, he might have been, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Most important question. Uh, did I fucking ask you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. God bless. That makes me angry. Mm-hmm. I think before your time is done, you will probably go off on somebody. Uh, oh, please I mean, do. I, I do. hope I do. Please I kind of hope. And I just, come back and tell us the story. I just get so shocked well, <laughs> like, right. when things are happening. Oh, See, uh, and my husband, he's real quick like, oh, yeah, to the draw. I'm oh, not. I, 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 I am Scarlet. not. I am not. I wish that I was really like, oh, I wish he had been here. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, my God. The other day we were renewing our Costco membership. And um, this dude who like the guy who was helping us renew needed to call somebody else over because he couldn't get the computer to work. And this dude wasn't even looking at me when he said this but he goes like but he's talking to me not looking at me but he's talking to me because it's my membership and my husband is like um like a user or yeah whatever, a user right. on it and um he was like so he's talking to me about the membership and he's like you have nice eyes by the way and oh. no he said you have pretty eyes by the way and like is your was your husband right there yes yeah, so husband was right next to me and i was like for a moment i was like is he talking to him is he talking to me like who's he talking to but my husband understood right away like that this dude so um he goes oh yeah that's why i married her and i was like and the guy just like stopped talking uh-huh. and i was like what a fucking weird thing to say to an obviously married couple or an obviously a couple like even if you didn't know we were wearing wedding rings obviously a couple who's come in to renew their membership together How about just a single person that's trying to renew their yeah, stuff like, and does not want your opinion on how your eyeballs look yeah and it was like he what like i said he wasn't looking at me because i was like looking at him as he was talking and he wasn't looking at me and so i was like did you notice this earlier and just yeah, decided you've this just been sitting right here waiting to say, to say something I, creepy like like i don't like a lot of people always say you know oh your tattoos are great or nice tattoos or whatever i don't mm-hmm. i usually don't get creeped out unless it's clearly creepy i mean they are on b- parts of my body that you would look at like on like your forearms unless it feels lecherous i i am usually just like thanks yeah this was it's what my husband does for a living or Mm -hmm. whatever um and that's how i always like toss that out in case they're meaning to be creepy and Mm -hmm. weird i can be like yeah it's on my husband suck a dick um 
but like eyes that's clearly a flirt right I yeah mean, like you don't just compliment somebody's unless you're like i don't know you're an optometrist and like we're staring at their eyes <laughs> which i'm yeah. guessing he probably wasn't no he was just the manager at costco uh, that's weird mm-hmm. dudes weird. people in general telling wear gloves to you ladies. know just in case yeah, yeah ladies make sure you wear those gloves speaking of eyeballs um Ask my husband probably two or three times a day if I can lick his eyeball because mm. it's just a thing that I say to be weird and he's always says no but he finally said that I could lick his eyeball on our 50th wedding anniversary I was like I'm gonna hold you to that bro I thought you already did it no he won't let me do it oh okay he's gotta make it to 50 though is it only him that you want to lick the eyeball of? No, I say it to people all the time. That's true. I licked uh, one of our teammates' eyeballs. That's true. Time. You did. They're oh. surprisingly warm. Oh. Like, sick. how long did you lick it? Like, it how long was your tongue was on, on the eyeball? Like a, like a dab? Yeah. Like a dab right yeah. in the like eyeball? Like, you didn't, like, lick up or no. just, like, a real yeah, they, it, was, it was not cat-like. Real quick. Did she have to hold her eyeball open so you could do it? Was she fighting you? <laughs> <I think> so. <laughs> I mean, you opened this line of questioning. <laughs> I need to know more. I think the thing is that I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to lick eyeballs. It's more that I just like seeing it to my husband because he doesn't he want doesn't to entertain want to. the right. option at all. Right. And then I'll say, well, you can lick oh, wow. my eyeball. And, and he's like, he does not want to do that. He's like, no, no, thank you. No, I don't no. want to do that. Yeah, but he I think he said that because he thought he wasn't going to make it to a 50th right. wedding anniversary. Oh, and I was like, now, I'm going to lick that eyeball one way or the other. <laughs> I would prefer you be alive, but but it's getting licked. And he's saying. like, I'd prefer I'd be dead. <laughs> I was like, don't say that. A private moment in the coroner's office. Ew. No licking eyeballs. Yeah. Next topic. All right, so <laughs> reproduction. We're still we're still doing rights, it, and yeah. we're gonna take it on down to Funky Town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, always. I was gonna always. say f- finale town. But oh yeah, because this is probably the not our last episode ever, but our last in our uh, women's health series. I'm sure we will discuss women's health again. Oh yeah, uh, and a lot. Just the end of our three podcasts totally dedicated to it yeah totally and eyeball licking well that too <laughs> and feminist rants um there's always feminist i was rant. gonna say always. i think That's one of every- us needs to kick off the feminist rant about um our dear leader trying to resend the birth control protection under uh obama that yeah, motherfucker he's got like a it's like he has a list of everything obama accomplished and he's just going through trying to mark through and reverse anything good obama did like oh, just everything like I it doesn't matter how bad or doing. good yes. he doesn't care he just wants to undo it i i guarantee you that's what he's that. doing he's a fucking racist i mean he's he probably is he's a terrible man Excuse he is an awful i i it's hard to even say he's human because because uh, but he is we it's, have to take we have to we have to take that on that burden as it's a, still very as hard for me to believe that he is the the president of our country like i have a hard time making those words come out of our my our mouth it's like me i'm and in my the friend. upside down like <laughs> yeah, this is what i felt like when he first got elected. yeah this isn't even yeah real. like the president of the united <laughs> states tweeted that football players are sons of bitches yeah 
did he tweet it or did he say it in a speech? Either way, it's very bad. He said it in a, Alabama like a, or a rally. Yeah, a rally the, speech, yeah. which no other president has ever done. Yeah, rallies after they're already elected. Uh, Not yeah. that his tweets have been much better. Never mind, never, almost sending us to war with like North Korea. I where mean, they're like, oh that was like God. a declaration of war. That's not even over either. I like, know, no, it's still going on. Not over. He can't declare war though without Congress. Yeah, but it's crazy that it's no, like pushing it's, and yes. pushing zero hope for tweet. Congress as well. Oh, I, I, just, I know, yeah. and undermining Rex Tillerson. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It's like. Why wouldn't you want to try to solve this without war? Yeah. Like, why would undermining you your own cabinet like makes I mean it's three year old logic. Like yes. that's the thing that drives me crazy because it's not even that I disagree with his political opinions because he doesn't really have any. Mm. Um, he just does whatever he wants, and it's not even that I disagree with him morally, although I most certainly do. It's like it's just the sheer level of stupidity of he's so stubborn and willful and vengeful that he'll he'll just say whatever because in the moment he feels like he's getting the upper hand what makes me crazy is like you're shooting yourself in the foot dude like when you like do all this backstabbing like like you won't tweets. have any friends left well it, I mean. it just makes it look like your cabinet's in chaos right. mm-hmm. instead of like you being assertive or or whatever it is he thinks that he's doing it like just the stupidity of like his mm-hmm. his demeanor Oh my! Like now I'm like like I can't even form sentences because it's insane. Yes, yeah, he behaves like a child. Yeah. So I'm gonna not know what I'm talking about here. So jump in. Uh, The birth control. It was basically the insurers had to. Yeah, they couldn't say no for moral or religious reasons. Right. They yeah. had to provide, like, it had to be on a copay, basically. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, and under um, the ACA, it was ACA, actually um, covered for free. So, oh, nice. Because I still get birth control pills. And originally, the copay, depending on what plan I was on, was either five to 10 bucks a month, which isn't terrible. But, you know, if I were broke as a joke, I mean, five to 10 bucks is five to ten bucks man yeah Yeah. you know that's like a meal or two so but now it's just free and i don't have a problem with it being covered like any other prescription so just as my you know zoloft is like five to ten bucks copay i that's fine um i don't have a problem i mean i think that's like as a as an equality thing just treat it like any other prescription i'm fine with that as a actual like social benefit to everybody I, I'm willing Make to, it free. to yeah. suck it up and pay more in premiums so that everybody who wants to be on birth control gets it for free because yeah. like the cost over the long term for everybody is cheaper if, if people aren't having unplanned pregnancies. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. So, yeah. And I just don't understand how somebody like the same groups that are anti-abortion are also preventing you from being able to prevent pregnancy like they're like don't get pregnant then so you don't have to have an abortion but they won't give you the means because they like, want to be the morality police right what it is and it's about control basically yeah, yeah like, it's yeah. about keeping women barefoot and pregnant yeah but uh yeah so what the trump admin is doing is they are expanding the exemptions for people who or uh, companies and things like that who employers who cite moral and religious reasons oh. why they will deny uh, covering birth control which is such bullshit we should you know what we should stop calling it birth control because the pill does so much more yeah. than just 
ke- like keeps you from getting pregnant. Well, even if you're like, I need my slutty slut pills because I want to <laughs> go have all the sex, um, which is a bad idea because don't have have lots of sex with multiple partners. You should wear a condom. Yeah, but um, I mean, just have, have as much health. sex as you want with anybody, but but use protection. Um, but yeah, like the idea that you would have to have some kind of discussion with your employer where they're like, why don't you tell me about all the medications you're taking mm-hmm. so that I can cherry pick which ones I want to cover or not. And if you are taking some form of hormonal birth control or, or a non-hormonal, uh, you know, like IUD or something, explain to me why it's medically necessary to you, you know, so then you're like, well, actually I'm not a slutty slut slut. I have endometriosis or, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. that you might be taking birth control for. Also, if you're a slutty slut slut, shout out because it's it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Yes. I mean, yes. Right. Do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> just want to be clear. Yeah. But like the fact that you would have to have either of those conversations with your employer. I mean, in what other scenario would you ever have to have that conversation um, I mean, most people would consider that a huge violation of your privacy rights. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, if you had to explain to your doctor, like, why you're taking, um, you know, insulin or why you're taking blood pressure pills or why you're taking, um, you know, antidepressants or something, it's not anyone's business. And it affects how they, if you had to explain, yes. if you're on, especially if you're taking something for mental health. Yep. That is not anybody's fucking business at all. Well, yeah. Do you want to hear something? And this is this. It's not really off topic. It's on topic. I was having a discussion with one of um, one of our friends and she was like, yeah, I pay cash for psychotherapy. I'm not putting that on my insurance. I'm like, I would not be able to fucking afford it if I couldn't use my insurance. Yes. That's a and B. Fuck that. I mean, not fuck not her because I don't want to put it on my insurance. But like. That you have to make that choice. That sucks, right? That like in order to like have a quote unquote like clean record of no mental health issues because you know like unlike me, she actually wants to advance in her career. I'm just like I'm good, um, but like I guess if they wanted to dig up shit on me and find out you know find reasons to fire me, I mean I sure wouldn't put it past you know any employer in Texas for sure to like dig that up and that be you know an a. a one of the reasons why they could potentially get rid of you, which uh, makes which is absolutely also no fucking sense, illegal, and yeah, yeah. But then, like at that point, are you gonna sue or right. whatever? But in, right. but like the idea that somehow that's a black mark on you for for seeking out treatment, because right. obviously the inverse would probably be that that you do need treatment and choose not to seek it out and right. so then you're like less qualified because you haven't sought un- out any right exactly i don't know it just it 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 didn't make me mad that that was her choice in fact i no. totally get it it was just like holy shit it's i never even she th- had to make that choice. well the fact that i never even thought about that i was like oh well i guess if i gave a shit about my career i'd you know maybe think about that but i'm just like whatever but yeah. I mean, and there's so many other diseases that have a social stigma. Like what if you're taking medicine for like retrovirals for HIV or, um, you know, herpes or, any, right. or right. anything like like a sexually transmitted disease. It extends way past mental health care. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that people would judge, judge and you condemn about. you for. Or even yeah. things that like for high blood pressure or things that are related to like Mm. diet or weight or Mm -hmm. like diabetes or something. A lot of people see that as being 
a lifestyle choice where i mean science says that most of that is is genetic and certainly they're environmental but like just the the fact that it's it's a private decision between you and your doctor and that your employer should have any input in it at all or needs to know about it especially knowing that people have biases against people with certain conditions right that would affect how they treat you in the workplace like it's really screwed up so yeah it is screwed up and like the thing is about like people saying well why should i have to cover uh why should i have to pay for someone else to be able to have sex and it's like one that's not what's actually going on you asshole two like well you know you had to cover somebody who got into a car accident because they were driving like erratically and that was a choice that they made like you, how insurance that's just how insurance works, works. why yeah. should i have to pay for your prostate exams because i don't have a prostate yeah like, yeah yeah why should i have to pay for your Erectile sickle cell anemia because I mean, i'm not genetically like, predisposed to have like that's how insurance it's fucking just like works. people that drive around with like you know bumper stickers that are like taxes theft or whatever you know i'm like no taxes are for like the road you're driving, driving on right on, now yeah. mm-hmm. i mean yes the i know police. there's a, it goes to a lot of other shit that you probably don't support but i mean right insurance taxes same fucking thing in my opinion this I don't is know. how society works like this is how government works Dude. to have a government right. to like the way that we have set up our society you have to pay taxes so that you have roads so that you have the police so that you have firefighters so right. that you have teachers and public schools and if you don't want this shit if you want this all to be privatized then you better get ready for some fucking Fucked bullshit because yeah. you do not want the police to become privatized mm. trust me i mean it's like, already you think shit is yeah. bad now like yeah. just imagine if that were privatized but people right. don't think about it like that well, and kind of getting back to like what we where we left off for the last uh, podcast, just some quick statistics of like the political situation we're in. In, in June 2017, uh, in Texas, uh, the Observer reported that Texas has the highest uninsured rate in the United States. Yet our state rejected a federally funded expansion of Medicaid yeah. that would have covered 1.1 million more. And when states rec reject medicaid expansion they're shooting themselves in the foot because you've already paid federal income taxes you've already paid into it so it's not charging you or your state more money you're just just being obstinate yes right yeah it's because it was obama it's just totally saying well i don't want your federal they didn't want to take money from a black man i don't want your deutsche markies oh we do we do want your torch have you ever seen that eddie izzard bit where he's like it's we don't want your Deutsche Mark. Oh, we do. We do want your Deutsche Mark. <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs> it's awesome. But yeah, like right. They just want to. Yeah, they just want to. They just want people oppose. to die. Well, well, and you know that's the thing. Like that's what's crazy is like how many people have stood up at town halls and confronted, especially in Texas. Well, they don't show up, but sometimes they do, and have confronted and saying why? Why are you just sentencing people to to death? Basically, yeah. And but, but, but that's not what we're doing, and it, everything will make itself right. I'm like, they just think like magic. I mean, not our kind of magic. I but really, yeah, like, I, I want because you're right. Like, they don't come to town halls. Like, my rep, Kenny Marchant, hasn't been to a town hall since like 2001 or some bullshit sucks. like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, asshole. Cornyn, <laughs> is that who says listen? Cornyn, Cornyn, Cornyn yeah, yes. and um, Cruz don't go to town halls because they know that people would fucking riot. Yeah. 
at their zodiac. town halls throw yeah, shoes the, at them the zodiac killer yeah. but like the thing that i really want to say it's like to these people's faces like not that i'm a christian but that's what they all fucking say right all of these like all of these white dude republicans are all like at least say they're christian because that's part of how they got elected on their platform i want to be like is this what you thought jesus would do like do you really think like the jesus of your stupid bible i'm sorry i shouldn't call it stupid i am it's jesus of your stupid bible like who said give away all of your money and live like me who like did his fucking sermon on the mound like blessed are the poor and like blessed are the sick do you think that guy would deny medical coverage to these the sick and the poor and the yeah, dying. sorry you gotta start a kickstarter so that you don't die yes like yeah that's what it has come down to it's like that's how you have to get your medical like if you have like cancer what's their comeback for the jesus route you know what i'm saying in I, the I jesus I, argument yeah i want to know like that's the thing like I, I call and i send letters and i bring and i put bible verses in there all the time about like <laughs> taking awesome. care they try to say it's at least in terms of obamacare that Oh, well, we're giving autonomy back to the states and to the individuals so that they can choose their own plan. And I'm like, that's, I mean, yeah, if if it's prohibitively expensive, then you're not choosing anything. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and if you trust the state, there was a great debate that I don't think a lot of people watched that was... um, uh, Graham and Cassidy and then uh, mm. Bernie Sanders and I just spaced out on her name the senator from Minnesota she was really great too and so they were debating the um, the health care bill that Cassidy and Graham were putting forward and of course it got defeated like two days later mm-hmm. but basically all these different people um, were getting up and saying you know I got coverage um, for this and that condition like one woman was saying that she was a recovered opiate addict mm. And she got better because her her insurance paid for um, recovery. Recovery, yeah. And we all know how you can't just kick opioids on your own. Oh, like no. that is that's need, the rest you of need, your life. You need no. medical it's, intervention. It's not a, a willpower issue. It's mm-hmm. it's a brain chemistry issue. So, and other people that were saying, you know, I had you know coverage to you know deal with my cancer or I mean really serious conditions that people were telling like life-saving stories about because their insurance covered it and they were like how can you guarantee that I will still have this service covered under your bill and their only comeback was like well I mean I think like you know Lindsey Graham was like you know I'm from South Carolina I don't think that the good people of South Carolina would just throw these people under the bus and <laughs> the good well, you're people doing aren't it. doing it it's, you're well, doing it bernie had the best comeback he was like really well let's talk about how before the aca there were only seven states that had any protection for people with pre-existing condition, yeah. conditions so your hypothetical of oh well the states will just out of the goodness of their heart make they sure won't. that these people are covered no they wouldn't they won't they wouldn't nope. like before the aca you were just on your ass you were not yeah mm-hmm. so yeah uh. and then um one of the other things that we wanted to talk about real quick uh, last time that we didn't quite get to was uh maternity leave which is kind of related to to this in terms of uh ongoing care mm. um 
And so usually, and that's another thing that people are trying to chip away at. We already have like the shortest maternity leave anywhere. (sighs) Um, But most women end up taking. In um, France, they give you a nanny. What? Yeah, like that's you, the most French thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, they give you a like basically a a person that'll come in forever. However, however many weeks. Now, somebody might tell me I'm wrong, but I I saw it on a documentary. Oh, well, then I think it must it was, be true. No, I think it was like a Michael Moore documentary. So oh, no, not that guy. I know, but I don't know. So, but it was like somebody that would come in. That was maybe it was like a private insurer that was doing this for this woman, but still, like. What private insurance do you know in America where you can just get somebody to come into your house and fucking yeah. help our, you out? Our maternity leave is a fucking joke because yeah. there's the FMLA, FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act. Unpaid. Which allows you to take out for a medical reason, like if there's something critical has happened in your family or a birth, allows you to take out 12 weeks unpaid. So your employer can't get rid of your job, but they do not have to pay you. So as far as maternity goes, what um, most women end up doing is, in Texas at least, is taking out disability insurance. Now you have to have the disability insurance before you get pregnant because pregnancy is a pre-existing condition. So if you do it after you get, yeah, if you do it after you get pregnant, they won't cover you for your maternity. So what happens is you take out your short-term or long-term disability. You have to wait two weeks uh, after you filed for it. uh, And then you start getting your disability at 60% of your income. And that is the best really that you can do in a lot of, a lot of cases. And a lot of women I know if their pregnancy wasn't, if they were, if their pregnancy wasn't planned, but they were like, oh, well, I'm happy that I'm pregnant. Like I'm in a committed relationship and we both are happy oh but shit i don't have this short term or long term disability like how the fuck am i gonna get paid (laughs) like i I can't afford to not work and then um you're only guaranteed for vaginal delivery six weeks uh disability and for c-section you're guaranteed eight under most insurance um disability insurance plans and like if something's wrong your doctor can write a note and then you can file for longer but if it's longer than 12 weeks, your your job might not be there. I just read an article like a couple of days ago about this woman who was a undercover narcotics agent um, for her police department, which is like a pretty hard to achieve position um, because you have to go through all this training and then doing undercover work is like a very specialized field. And she also did training for other um, people in that department, which is also, you know, a specialized position. And so then she got pregnant and um, she took 12, I think the 12 weeks that they allowed her and immediately everybody started treating her different. The, her um, superiors were complaining about how much time she took off. Wow. Is this the one that the ACLU took yes. up her case? Yes. yes. And so, and then she was breastfeeding. So she came back to work. She obviously couldn't be doing undercover narcotics work because, you know, you can't be like going into a meth lab and inhaling fumes and stuff when you're breastfeeding or when she was pregnant too she was on desk work before she took leave and while she was gone she had uh people report to her that people were calling her a stupid cunt and that they were going to try to do whatever they could to get that stupid bitch out so they had already decided when she got pregnant that they wanted to push her out holy shit so and then they instead of putting her um you know let her keep training people or doing what she could um in that department which like i said she had to go through years of training and different like tests and whatnot to achieve that position 
they were like, well, we're just going to put you on like street beat, which you have to wear um, a flak jacket, a, a bulletproof vest. And she can't because you're not supposed to be wearing like heavy strapped on things while you're breastfeeding right. because a it's like painful and it can like reduce milk production and whatever. And she's like, well, I can't. So um, can you just put me on on desk duty, which like is a thing that's real common in departments for people that are on some kind of medical restriction. And they were like, nope, you wow. just either have to, you know, wear a a bulletproof vest, bulletproof vest or lose your job or lose your job. Yeah, basically. Wow. Or, or they were like, well, you could maybe wear it looser, which is like makes What's it makes the it point of that yeah then? it makes it not work the way it's supposed to so basically she she filed suit and it, they were dragging it out for like two years so in the meantime while this woman has like a new baby and had a career that she loved that she was good at like she felt really strongly about that position like she'd seen people's lives get turned upside down by drugs and was like really like i want to be on the ground floor of like busting these guys that are like producing and like dealing in quantities and stuff and I mean, being undercover is a fucking hard, hard anyway. Job. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but the fact that this police department would want to get this eminently qualified person that's doing great work, never had any complaints against her, to just push her out because they were like, "Oh no, pregnant lady!" Like, gross. That's I don't, so. Like, oh. Yeah. So, so even when you take advantage of what's available to you, yeah. there's still a, a stigma, stigma yep. and people hold it against you for needing to take that time off. Whereas, you know, I'm sure if some detective or something, you know, was had to take time off because he had pancreatic cancer or something, people wouldn't be like, oh, I can't believe he took all that time off to get chemo. I you actually know? notice it in my job, too. I mean, as I've stated before, I work in a predominantly male uh, oriented industry and yes comments are made about pregnant women and it's fucking offensive you know it's it's gross yeah it is gross i mean i feel really lucky to be where i am in like the elementary teaching yeah because elementary teaching is um super supportive well for like uh for good or bad it's mostly women and um like my school is entirely made up of women. There's no dudes at all on my campus. But um, like I have had, like the other teachers around me who almost all of them have, all, have also had kids are like, oh, you should take your full 12 weeks. Like if you can, you need to take your full 12 weeks yeah. is like what I hear the most from them, which is really, really great. So when you get a, a group that's like mostly women together, like I feel like that dynamic can change. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. I just want to say a real quick uh, real world experience information about short or long term disability and insurance companies. So if you are planning on using short or long term disability anytime soon, what you'll want to do is try to contact your insurance company and find out when they will actually give you your first check. Because when I had to take I think it's short when I had to take short term for my hysterectomy, it took the full time I was off for me to get my first check. That is no joke. The company was Aetna, not going to lie. It was calls back and forth. It was nothing that anyone had done incorrectly. It was just a delay. That is all they could keep telling me was that it was a delay. Holy shit. But I was, we were not (laughs) in a financial position at that time to take that six to eight week hit and I mean, it was literally just lying to bill collectors saying, look, 
you're going to get your money, but it's going to be on X, Y, Z day. It wasn't really lying. It was just telling the truth. We mm-hmm. didn't have the money. It was real scary. And, um, and I just, I just want other women out there to be prepared. You know, if you can prepare yourself for a wait, do so. Cause it's, yeah, it's pretty, they'll, they'll fucking slow roll you is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, my father-in-law is dealing with the same thing with cancer, um, with his wife's cancer. Nice. Um, They kept pushing, and they had to just push Atna to pay them, like, and like their bills depend on it. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't, and I would not suspect that any other insurance, like big insurance carrier, is any different. I just, I, I don't have good, warm, fuzzy feelings about any of them. So yeah, because you know the private sector will take care of you. Oh yeah, that's so good. Everything's privatized, (laughs) right? Well, so what's some stuff that witches or just people can do that's outside the system? So either DIY kind of stuff or or magical stuff or or what are what are some of the things that we can do for pregnancy or for (laughs) birth control? I was trying to get y'all to read off the outline, but (laughs) there's no amount of magic in the world that can get me pregnant. Just saying. Well. Um, <laughs> I was I've been following some news about birth control since it's such a hot topic about not having it covered. There's uh, some like natural cycle methods. There's a an app that I was reading about that tests your body temperature and your luteinizing hormones. I don't even know what that is. Um, but it was uh, made by this woman who used to work for CERN, where that does the super collider. Yeah. So like she worked on the Higgs boson, so she's smarty smart but it's uh you can download it at uh, naturalcycles.com so a real accurate tool for for judging your your fertility or to use for birth control and then i was also reading this other cool article there's a a math teacher who was like why is it that in our country we have these like diy like meth labs and stuff but we don't have like diy pharmaceuticals that like people actually need so he uh was he's working on um creating instructions for people to make uh, birth control themselves, like at home, uh, just like chemistry science fair style. And um, so I'll, we'll throw the link up uh, for that article and what he's working on. Um, he also has a website called four thieves, vinegar.org, obviously invoking some witchy shit right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four thieves vinegar is a, is an old medieval recipe for, um, plague prevention but it's based on a, on the myth that like but they've actually found out that that those herbs that are contained in it are actually really healthful and are have antibiotic antimicrobial so it's actually a really effective remedy for a lot of things and um so wait what drug uh diys did he upload to that um he has uploaded instructions for how to make uh daraprin which is uh, the HIV drug that the one Pharma they hiked bro. up the prices. Yeah, so that fucking Martin, however you say his name, he disrespected uh, the Wu Tang Clan. He did. Uh, that's <laughs> he what's is gonna ruin not you. down with the Wu. Um, <laughs> ain't nothing to fuck with. But yeah, no, saying. <laughs> but yeah, the the drug that he tried to like do a two hundred percent or more increase on. Um, that's for HIV, nice. which is already expensive as shit. Pure evil. Yeah, that's what that total is. evil. Um, so this math teacher has uploaded instructions to how to how to make it yourself, mm-hmm. and so he's working on that. Which I I Drag. think is a great question. Like, like 
That would be a great thing for people that are real sciencey to do. Like, how do how can you make your own birth control pills? Mm -hmm. How can you make your own X Y Z? You know, I mean, I'm not gonna say it can't be that hard, but I mean, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of herbs that were used back in the day that you can look into. I mean, you of course need to like look Look into into like the right amounts because anything too much can be dangerous. Don't just go eating shit out in your backyard. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, definitely that, but. Um, there's also a lot of really cool work um, that's in that vein for like STIs and stuff. There's a, uh, yeah, Gynapunk is a really cool uh, collective that I've been following out of Spain. And they're, they're really involved with trying to do kind of DIY or. Um, uh, Are they like the ones that 3D source- print the yes, speculums, speculums and stuff? Yeah. That's rad. So yeah. um, they use a lot of like witchy lingo in their their materials and so they yeah they have like 3d printer instructions for speculums and um kits where you can make your own centrifuge to like test for different things and um there's a i i just saw throw up a link for it on the the newsletter but basically you can pee on a postcard and it'll tell you if you have um a uti urinary tract infection that's awesome and so where do you get these postcards I don't, I'll, I'll throw up the the link but um and then there's also a cool uh group of ugandan girls there are students that created an app that detects uh vaginal bacteria so uh bacterial vaginosis is a real common um condition uh that often gets misdiagnosed over the counter people think they have a yeast infection or a uti or something so they're making um, an app where you can like measure your pH levels and it'll tell you. So that's amazing, yeah. you know, um, because we've all been there. We're like getting an appointment with a gyno or, or a general practitioner. You have to go in. It's all this stuff. Then you have to like wait a few days. And it's, it's usually and it's it, yeah, it's not covered as a normal like physical visit. Fill out all this paperwork. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's so it's it's, it's very expensive and time consuming, yeah. time consuming yeah. and everything. So I thought that that was so. I think all this stuff that people are coming out with about doing it on your own and like democratizing this kind of medicine and like this sort of open source, because that that's a huge problem with insurance right now is the price gouging on pharmaceuticals. And there's certain things that the government can do that they're not, that would help alleviate that. Um, like for example, uh, reimportation, letting people buy yeah. drugs from out of the country. Cause if we're supposed to be so fucking capitalist here, that that's capitalism. That's what if you do. People sell mm-hmm. it cheaper right. than, so um, you buy it cheaper competition but make it happen i mean just the idea that you could make it yourself yeah. or you could perform these these tests or diagnose diagnoses yourself um i know that uh one of the i think vagisil or one of the the over-the-counter companies um has a test too where you can test your ph to see if you have a yeast infection or something else so that's pretty cool that's and awesome. i mean like i think it's like it's less than 20 bucks, so it's still cheaper than a doctor's visit. So I, I really like all of that stuff, and um, that's kind of more from the science end. Sorry, I was trying to read real quick. <laughs> I was reading about this Unmother project. Oh, man. We need to put that link up because it's really great. This woman who is part of the Satanic Temple blogged her um, abortion experience. She got the RU486, the, the abortion pill you take at home. And so she wrote up the whole thing from like making the decision to having to go through all these hoops of coming in for a prelim visit and then having to come back and then literally like what it was like taking the pills and 
all the emotions and everything about it and it's just real raw and super honest yes and it's it's a hundred percent worth reading and it's a little tough at times but i i highly recommend you force yourself to read it because it's really great and super brave and honest and like i said just really raw like i can't think of a a better adjective well Well, yeah we can put that link in the newsletter yeah if you want to talk about somebody who's on women's side is satan like the satanic temple does all sorts of awesome activist shit for um for everybody but for ladies like the men straighten with satan that um <laughs> that awesome. it was a temple a uh, plus pun game guys yeah, right? Yeah, right it was one of the satanic temples because uh, they're all kind of independent it seems i think like it's almost like a franchise i mean i don't know if you're part of the satanic temple definitely tell me more about it um but uh it, it was one of the temples up in the east coast who started this initiative and then a couple others throughout the country did it too but yeah for menstruate with satan they were letting they were having people like donate um pads and tampons and this slogan was just what really caught my eye the menstruate yeah. with satan they also do a lot of activism against uh these unnecessary uh waiting periods waiting periods yeah. for abortions and stuff like that and also like a lot of states require doctors to give you pamphlets or make you watch a video that is like <sighs> not medical actual information like stuff saying that like birth control increases breast cancer rates which is completely <sighs> untrue fuck like all kinds of crazy stuff that's like just straight up not medicine and so they have forms that you can go and download that state you know it's my religiously held belief that i have a right to scientific information and i have sovereignty over my own body so this non-medical advice quote-unquote or these waiting periods are against my religion nice so does yeah, it work yeah. um i i don't Do, know the status on uh, that but that but be... a lot of these these um restrictions are being challenged in court yeah oh yeah so i don't i don't know any i haven't come across an actual person that's that's tried to hand over one that of would these be really cool and, and what reaction they got somebody try it but i i just let us know you know the the poetry of it of this oh, because yeah. so many people claim this stupid religious, religious freedom beliefs. stuff yeah. yeah but like hey yeah. it's my religious belief hey. that doctors should only be giving me scientific fucking information right i so. love that the satanists are always there to turn that uh, right around re- yeah that yeah. religious freedom right around they're like oh well if you can have your after school prayer groups we can have an after school satan group well, I think and people that's are like, like what and they're like no this is our religious freedom that's if like that's the what point you want. of them though right i mean kind that, of yeah. i mean it's one of the one of the major points is to say like hey we're an organization just like you are well because at least with um was antoine levey satanism levey and satanism mm. you're atheist like you don't believe right. that there's yeah, a- an actual satan is atheistic too right yeah. um levey and satan tends to do more magic and more ceremonial stuff mm-hmm. temple of satan doesn't really but yeah they their activism game has been on point, on point. for oh, the last yeah. like, a lot of times yeah. oh, so good but yeah. um and they do a lot of it, i mean it's a little bit of trolling but it's so fucking smart like you said it's it's unveiling the ho- hypocrisy of mm-hmm. a lot of these with the nativity scene yeah actions. like if you so get to have a nativity scene we get to have fucking, something too or if you're yeah. gonna have the ten commandments outside your courthouse like we get to have a statue of baphomet like yeah you know and or like if you're gonna have a, a prayer read before your city council meetings like we want to be on the schedule to read a prayer too and it's not that they're doing stuff that's like offensive you know they're not like deliberately trying to to 
to be gross or obscene or but just the fact that they're presenting right. a totally different religious viewpoint makes people crazy and yeah. a lot of oh, times yeah. what happens is they just make it completely secular which is also mm-hmm. totally fine yeah right. so for example when they wanted to be able to read a prayer bef- and it was a totally respectful prayer i mean it was it was very similar to any other kind of prayer that we would use and um uh, th- basically that particular municipality was just like, we're just going to stop doing the prayer before oh, city. Well, oh, really? Which is winning. totally fine. Yeah, huh. it's totally winning, right? Like, huh, fancy yeah. that. Fancy that. Yeah, because um, they started an after-school program, one of the... Which satanic- sounds super fun. Oh, no, I yeah. read up on it because I was like, that sounds awesome. Um, I'm going to do that. I, yeah, part of me was like, oh, and I was like, uh, yeah, really I know. not worth it in Texas yeah. right now. Yeah. But, um, but no, like the after-school program they wanted to do, which was in direct ex- response to a Christian, um, and really at evangelical... A school? At a public school? Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Well, it was an after-school program because like the Boy Scouts meet after school yeah. on school property and things mm. like that. Mm. Um, no. So it wouldn't have been run through the school, like just like all these other programs, but they were like, hey, if you can let these guys in, then you have to let us in. Uh, we're the satanic temple and we're going to talk to your kids about accepting everyone. Like it was like really cool shit. Like it was secular. It was about science and um, tolerance and acceptance and things like that. But the people, but because it's, it's like satanist it has the word it, yeah. satan in it people freak the fuck people out. Freak out yeah yeah which is which is great getting back to to menstruating oh. satan um <laughs> i mean obviously that's such a, a huge thing that like there's just so much stigma and shame around and it's yeah fucking unnecessary see i had the the luxury of going to an all-girls school so we were just totally like tampons everywhere gotta yeah. go to the bathroom like no shame like it was not a secret it wasn't this whole big song and dance about like trying to be subtle and i really and like hide hide a, a pad like in your palm and all that kind of business i hadn't really thought about it until you guys started making the outline for this uh this episode but like Let's talk about tampons because let's talk about tampons, baby. I mean, here's the deal. When I was 12 and to me, a pad felt like like a Mack truck in between yeah. your thighs. Oh, yeah, like when a, you first like start, a diaper. Yeah. When you fir- yeah, it first was start wearing not a pads. good time. Well, and, and like 15 to 20 years ago, they were basically like small diapers. It, like, was, it yeah. was not the new ones that are nice and thin. And, pad technology uh, has come It was far. actually longer than that <laughs> when it was happening. Oh, I'm so sad now. Did you have to uh, wear one of the belts? No. There My was, mom no, always talks it was, about the it belts. It was post belt. Okay. But pre-decent pads. Like they were like, it was like a sandwich in your panties. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like not flavorful. Um <laughs> It was Some gross, big but you old know, stack of white bread, right? Like, and you know, my, my mom was like, "That's what you have to do." There was no talk of tampons. There was no. It was like they didn't exist because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to insert stuff in your vagina, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like maybe 13 or 14 before, like, a friend was like, "Oh, dude, tampons are where it's at." I'm like, "Okay, well, this is creepy." And you know, dude, I mean, zero instruction. Yes, I have an older sister, but she was already out of the house. I had no one to ask. So I'm, you know, in my like sad bathroom thinking, do I just put this whole cardboard thing in and just leave it? That sounds terrible. So like I literally didn't know what I was doing. I think I had to like finally ask that same friend, like, I don't understand. How do you fucking do this? 
and um but whatever handled it so like then i was like oh well these are way better Mm -hmm. than than riding the sandwich of destiny (laughs) (laughs) but i never really thought about it until your notes like yo it's kind of gross right like you don't really necessarily want to be shoving something up there all the time until you're ready to shove things up there which yeah. go for it yeah I've, right i still I don't find use, tampons uncomfortable yeah me too and when i was a teenager like i must have had like a thick ass hymen in there because it was i couldn't insert them they were painful so yeah. and the thing is I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about like and this is a much broader tar- topic about vaginal pain or whatever but people being like training themselves basically to get over the discomfort and Mm. let me just put this out there as a PSA don't shove things in your vagina if they hurt yeah like just don't like it's not normal it's probably not good for you well and it's it's not abnormal for you to feel discomfort or pain if you're shoving something up an unaroused unlubricated vagina like it's not supposed to feel good it's nothing wrong with you you're not a frigid bitch you don't have to just suck it up and deal with it nope like and that's another thing like i mean hey if if you gotta insert a tampon and maybe you want to like have some like solo sexy times like that would be a a perfectly legitimate way of making that process more comfortable and i have never heard anyone fucking suggest that right (laughs) no shit right but yeah because down there it's gross at that time right yeah but like yeah like i said like shoving stuff up in your vagina when it's like totally not down for sexy times doesn't feel good (laughs) no but I mean, dudes are into that. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole control issue over your vagina, whether your vagina is ready or not. I'm not saying like every dude, but like. No, wait, I'm kind of confused. What are they into? Like, oh, we're just going to shove shit in your vagina. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? I've read like, so many dumb art because I'm, I'm into Tantra and not like Neo Sexy Tantra, like, which is basically like how to have sexy sex times. But, <laughs> since, but, but in, in learning about like Hindu Tantra, like you end up accidentally reading a whole bunch of like Neo Tantra stuff. And like so much of it is about like, oh, I used to have all this pain during sex and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like learning to relax and and kind of suck it up and get used to it. I was like, that sounds who terrible. Who are you having sex yeah. with that is like, I'm just going to jam this thing uh, well, in there. I think it's more common than you think. But like, if, And I read another article about this woman who basically, it was like a, a, a exo Jane, like it happened to me or something. And mm-hmm. it was this woman who was waiting until marriage. She finally got married. And so now the big problem is she and her husband, like sex is super painful for her. And I'm like, it sounds like your husband just doesn't understand, or right, both of like, you, neither of you understand how foreplay how works make it at all. Work, yeah. But she was talking about, so she's, she's going to some gynecologist, and they gave her these like plastic wands that are meant to like stretch it out down there, which is obviously not the problem. It's not that she has some tiny vagina and needs to like. I wish that everybody could see the faces that <laughs> are being made. And she like, talks about how that. basically it's like just making it tolerable for her to like. <laughs> jam stuff in there when her husband's just like i'm hard let's go jay is just blinking uncontrollably at this <laughs> and I'm like everything about this is so i can't believe like an actual medical yeah, professional gross. is recommending this because Ugh. one not how vaginas work like two like super traumatizing for this poor girl where basically they're like you because here's the problem like, like, you are not 
aroused enough to have sex yet you need more foreplay what whatever that means for you do it but, oh is sex but, not working just stretch but it but also like the end goal is about a dick in your dick, vagina yeah. i mean it doesn't have to be just saying you know yeah that's not it doesn't have to be it doesn't even about, have to be ever about god P damn p and a v like oh, p and a v <laughs> I, I made jay make a face because when i said stretching out your vagina i like reached <laughs> forward with my hands cupped and then pulled them apart <laughs> Like pulling apart just gray just drapes. It in. I mean, this is part of a much bigger topic, but like, women, tip, like if Oswald. stuff is uncomfortable, don't, don't force do yourself it. to do it. And it doesn't, and, and people, like the fact that the medical professionals are treating like, and I had a friend who had, it was uncomfortable to, for her to put in tampons when she was a teenager and her doctor like prescribed her something called dilators, which actually ah. like were, I was like, what? why are you? What? What? I just what? don't. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. I hope we've come a long way, baby, is what I'm saying. But like medical professionals are like, you have something wrong with your vagina that you don't want to just shove stuff in there. That's, when you're not, a th that's not a thing. I know. Fuck. What is going on? Oh, Ladies. Man. If it's painful, don't do it. <sighs> just give yourself some Jay time. Jay's crying. <laughs> yeah, you know, get, like, they're like. Oh, like I, I feel just emotionally traumatized oh. by this conversation, let alone what these poor ladies actually <laughs> went through Dear to God. stretch their vaginas and die. Also, not them. how it works. Also, like, oh, and I'm just gonna throw this out there: like, if a guy wants to put his dick in you, and you are not ready, maybe you want to have sex, but if your if your vagina's not ready. Like, don't just shove shit in there. Because guess what? If he's not hard, you can't just be like, get on in here. Like, he's like, I need some more prep time. Yeah, I don't know if you ever tried so, to just slam a sloppy <laughs> dick into your <laughs> ear, but it doesn't work. So just like the dude needs some prep time. It's just like, you can be like, I, oh my God. It's just like flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> a flip flop <laughs> flip flop trying to get through a wooden door <laughs> I can't even handle this <laughs> oh I don't know what we're God. doing anymore welcome to Hex Rated where this is now about floppy dick <laughs> yeah because even vaginal if, preparedness if your vagina is ready but his dick is just flaccid that's not gonna happen it's either it's not gonna work yeah. either yeah you, oh, you both both pumps gotta be primed oh god everybody's gotta be ready you know at the at the start line it's just now jump, that we've had this jump into sex. preliminary discussion of the birds and the bees with you <laughs> but it's still just laughing. like i am super excited i mean i no longer have a period which is the the greatest time of my life i will say but yeah me neither yeah right <laughs> for now oh but my god can i talk about period that's what i was gonna say like the fact that these exist i don't even know what they are i i, I wish i could try them oh talking about like the thinks yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i watched a ton of videos about them like really like they're great they're them. great i love it okay so yeah. my roommate from college was like let's get real i want to talk to you about period panties and i was like <laughs> lay it on me because we are both we we don't like tampons and we still find them very uncomfortable like pulling them out is oh like, yeah just makes me wince <laughs> and um she was like these period panties are the best and they have several different styles and they're cute and they're soft and like they're they're pretty seamless so it's not like you see them under because panty lines are like my pet peeve yeah gross yeah and they have a thong version that's like perfect but basically they just have like an extra layer in the crotchal area and you just free bleed into them. Nice. It's God. great. 
and so great. And so what they you, don't bleed onto your jeans. No, or no, 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 no. They and the, it's like the, super absorbent. They're super absorbent, and then and the, you just throw them away. And then the, well, no, you don't throw them away. No, you oh. wash them. Oh. You wash them. So Even better. basically, expensive. all you have to do right. is you no, don't throw them away. <laughs> you just have to soak them a little bit, and then you just wash them in the washing machine with everything else and it doesn't get like blood all on your clothes so basically what i do is just when i'm in the bathroom at my house like and i'm getting dressed and i want to change them out for a new (gasps) pair do you use them yes oh my gosh i didn't even know that i thought you were just talking that your friend no i love them oh my gosh and so so i'll just usually just (laughs) so much excitement (laughs) dump them in the bathtub and like let them soak and then like i hang them up and let them dry out and then i just put them in my laundry basket with everything else oh my god so the only thing that's a problem with them is they they do get smellier than like a pad because they don't have like bleach and and perfumes mm-hmm. and stuff in them right. so you if you i bleed extremely heavily like extremely heavily oh yeah I and i've never had any leaks or anything but you know like that feeling like when you stand up and like oh, it's that's... like a torrent of like you just have mm-hmm. to get used to it like, the red globby just parted well but it, so it doesn't it doesn't um leak or anything so don't so if you have a very heavy flow don't worry about that or if you have like very like cloddy globby stuff it's fine mm. but you it, it can handle that but you might want to change them out to feel fresher before the actual absorbency maxes out on you yeah so yeah but they have they have a pack where you can like if you get three to five like three or five you get a discount accordingly for the bulk so yeah i got like three pairs and then i got three more so i just wear Mm. them all the way through my period and they're great that's awesome yeah i'm not worried about my menstruations right now but right because i had looked into them but i'd seen a lot of like videos online where women tried them out and the reviews were a little bit mixed and i like looked into them but i was like man i don't want to drop this kind of money and then end up hating them oh my god it's so it feels great to just like three bleed all over your panties like it just (laughs) feels so fucking transgressive and amazing that that part really that's the part that appeals to me i love it you just feel like you're you're like yeah i'm just bleeding all over my panties right now when you got like little girls in nepal who have to go live in a fucking shack during right. their period yeah. getting right. bit by snakes and dying that's yeah that, that happened insane. by the way that just yeah. happened a few months ago Mm-mm. i guess it was a little bit longer than a few months ago now but in 2017 that happened because it's a band i don't know if it's banned or they're just not like it's actually banned or just now like they're like trying to, to be change in society, society yeah it's but in in, ru- in rural communities it's still done in nepal where you go into a shack and then it's part of their religious thing like that they're like yeah and you can't, to have in the house. you can't talk yeah. to people so yeah. this girl who Ugh. got bit by a snake she couldn't go tell anybody because Ugh. you're taboo when you're on your menzies and so she just fucking died i literally want to bang my head against this table like, i know right? right and now. then like uh and then women have died bef- like in these period shacks uh from like exposure and things like that as well so it's insane like it, i just don't understand why like there's such a taboo patriarchy on, I mean, yeah i mean i understand i just it's that we're in 2017 y'all and we're like moving backwards. Like, what's the what the fuck is happening? Do you think there was an ancient time when goddesses were worshipped and women just free bled everywhere? Yes, <laughs> yeah, there uh, had to be. Like, uh, animals just free bleed everywhere. Yeah. Like when a cat's in heat, this is what happens. Yeah. The boy cats don't like say, "Oh no, get, get, get in, in the shed, <laughs> get, get the in shed. the shed." <laughs> yeah. Don't come near me. Yeah. I'm clean. Exactly. No, uh, that's just what it is. Well, it goes back to what we've been talking about these past three episodes of treating 
uh, women's health as being like an illness. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. it, like the idea that because men don't menstruate that all of it, every step of it for us is abnormal in some way. Yeah. Um, I was reading an interesting book that was basically like, advocating that if we treated menstruation as being normal because basically the symptoms that we try to treat are basically like how to pretend that you're not having your period yeah Yeah. because you know you just want to like keep on carrying on as if nothing were happening but like if we treated it as though like yeah i a thing happens every month or i feel bloated or i'm having a headache or i have cramps and you just treat it as a thing that's happening instead of trying to cover it up like one, you would be able to deal with the symptoms in a non-medical way, right. you know, instead of trying to medicate them and eradicate them. And also they would seem less onerous because if you're just like, this is a thing that's happening this week, as opposed to like, I want to be able to pretend that this isn't happening at all. Like then mm-hmm. obviously any symptom feels well, like a problem as opposed to just this is a thing that's I happening. I feel like that applies to pregnancy too, right? Yeah. Like let's figure out how to m- pretend this is not happening. I mean, not for people that, for like people around the pregnant person, you know, people that yeah. work with that person or whatever, you know. Yeah. So. Um, God bless. Oh, ugh. it makes me angry. But I mean, I feel like we're, we're not at that point yet because especially no. in the workplace, like the, the baseline is still be and act like a man. Yep. So, yep. so right now the place that we're at is, is how do we get to not to ex- that? <laughs> yeah. How do we, how do we get people to accept um, women as being equally capable? And then mm-hmm. the next step. So we're still at the pretend that you don't do lady things so that you can seem as much like a man as possible mm-hmm. to be respected. And then step two would be introduce lady things that happen to ladies all the time. Yeah. Step three, profit. Profit. <laughs> because men are considered to be the human species and we are as ladies a weird mutation aberration which is uh not not true true. yeah well and i think if anybody's the mutation it's you dudes with your stupid y chromosome yeah dude if there were any other chromosome you would have like down syndrome or something yeah i'm just saying like if, if, if if we're gonna pick somebody who's not really human no but no everybody's human and should be treated but there's a lot of witchy stuff with like menstruation in particular, whether you do or don't. And I think, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, unfortunately, I've read um, some books that are a little too essentialist that um, overemphasize menstruation, which, of course, there are plenty of women who don't menstruate or have irregular periods or are trans and don't have uteri. And well, so and now with with uh, all the birth control that you can do, your periods are a lot less frequent sometimes, right? right? And mm-hmm. And also, I mean... It's it's different medically from how it was tens of thousands of years ago because women have more periods in a lifetime than they used to because they start um, puberty earlier. Um, they have fewer pregnancies. Um, you live for longer. Yeah, you live for longer. You Most people don't breastfeed for as long, which can suppress menstruation. So you actually have fewer periods. You have more periods than a person 10,000 years ago would have had. So there there are medical reasons why that that makes it a different situation to have that flood of hormones every so because i have friends that take the birth control where you skip the placebo week and you just don't get a period because Mm -hmm. it exacerbates conditions like endometriosis and stuff so there there are a lot because one of the books i was reading was complaining about the over prescription of birth control and i was like i don't know what country you are from but that is not a problem where (laughs) i am at yeah um 
And I agree that sometimes like they're over medicalized, like just having like long or mm. or heavy periods. Sometimes teenage girls are prescribed birth control, yeah. whereas it's not abnormal unless like for me, I had terrible endometriosis and I would get yeah. vertigo and I'd be throwing yeah, up and because I, I, I would be severe pain. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it literally was too much blood yeah um it wasn't like ew gross blood it no. was like no like this is causing me other symptoms that are bad i had the same issue but and birth um, control but like, i think that we age. need to be able to have a conversation about mm-hmm. it from both ends you know right. to be like are we pathologizing something that's normal and treating it as like we need to get rid of all these symptoms right when really they're not symptoms they're just stuff that's happening and also on the other hand taking it seriously when people really do have symptoms and not yeah. be like suck it up buttercup or so because i think that there's just not enough conversation about it at periods all periods in general right absolutely but oh, yeah you know you have the red tent movement now that's sort of taking on that like you were saying like a lot of religions um have this taboo around menstruation so sort of taking it back this idea of like when women had to go be in a tent or a shed right oh. like sort of reclaiming that space so I mean that's a really and it seems to be a kind of like a, a non witchy movement too because it, it's going back from that book, the red, red tent, tent. So which is which mm-hmm. is like Old Testament stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It, great book. Can I just say this is uh, that I really and I know this is gonna sound dumb. I really like the term moon's blood <laughs> when people call it their moon's blood. I'm like, yeah, having my moon's blood. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Sounds rad. Yeah, it doesn't it because like yeah. part of me is like. Because when I first read, I was like, "That's kind of lame," and then later I was like, "No, that's awesome." Are you saying that to people you work with? Well, not right now. My moon's blood. Yeah, you should. I uh, wish I. Yeah, I should. Like, you will. like I used my my moon's blood to consecrate a, a bone or something. And you're like, like, yeah, use your moon's blood. Yeah. <laughs> because it's I mean, we better use it than, for like cursing and yeah, stuff, and hexing, well, like. Yeah, it's awesome having blood on tap, man. Yeah. Like, I was at this ritual and we were putting, not having to cut anything. You know, yeah, like, we yeah. were we were putting drops Reach of blood there. in this. Um, uh, oil lamp mm. so that it would burn with the oil and we nice. put like herbs and stuff and everybody else had to like use one of those insulin prickers and I was like hold on <laughs> I got blood on tap y'all that's awesome yeah it's yeah. super convenient also true story if you get a I haven't tried this on a lady so it might work or it might not but if you get a man to consume your period blood they will fall in love with you forever and Whoa. it is true it is true uh, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah it's true like Oh, like you tested it? Oh, not just the current dude, like oh, past my. dudes that are so in love with me dudes. forever. Whoa! If if also, I did that to my hubby and he ever found out, he would just vomit. He has a huge <laughs> like blood phobia. He would just profusely oh, vomit. That's till like he a died. test for like new dudes yeah. for me. I'll just like reach in there and then like smear some blood like on uh, them. No, he and, has. And if they freak out, then he can't even get his blood drawn without being on. Like Valium because it's hilarious. It's so it's yeah. He had a he had an accident like he when he was a kid and there was a lot of like medical procedures Mm. and he was in the hospital needles and blood. Yeah. 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 He can't handle it. But well, seeing as I had a like a moon's blood that lasted (laughs) way longer than a moon. (laughs) My uh, my dude got over it. He's like, well, I guess I don't care anymore. (laughs) No, you don't. So yeah. So, what are some uh, some like witchy remedies for period times? Well, if you're nauseous, ginger is like super awesome. Like ginger saved my life uh, during my first trimester. 
Did which, it really help? Oh yeah, it helped a whole lot. Yeah, it performs better than Dramamine for see, motion sickness. See, I wasn't given Dramamine, but I was prescribed an anti-nausea, but it like knocked me out and didn't really feel like it helped. But yeah, ginger chews, ginger teas, ginger candies. Good. Too. Yes, yeah. It helps me. Like I'll drink a peppermint tea when my stomach's upset. Mhm. Good for your tum tums, cinnamon, chamomile, all um, of that. There was some study that uh, cinnamon um, people, ah. women reported less bleeding oh, um, cool. and uh, less vomiting and nausea from a placebo group. So fucking science, cinnamon, and uh, and cinnamon's just fucking cinnamon is literally great. good on everything. Yeah, yes. it's good in coffee. It's good on ice cream. It's good on toast. It's good. I mean, it's on liter- fruit. Yeah, I eat it on fruit all the time. It's good on yeah, everything. It's good. good on sweet potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, um, dill. Um, some study concluded that uh, it was effective for menstrual cramps. Ooh. And, as and they tested against um, mefenamic acid, which is the active ingredient over the counter, like pamperin or mm-hmm. whatever. So fucking science right there. And also fucking um, science. fennel seeds. Uh, they <laughs> did a control group of girls 15 to 24 and that they reported uh, feeling relief um, where the placebo group did not report. Like from cramps? Yeah. Okay. So, um, mm, so that was great. With fennel sci- seed? Oh. Yeah. Mm, and those are tasty, tasty. too. Tasty. I know um, not with men's seeds, but with your um, pregnancy raspberry leaf tea has been something that's been used for a long time uh to help strengthen your uterus like since like ancient rome raspberry leaf tea has been used and so i've been drinking raspberry leaf tea and they market it as pregnancy tea (laughs) yeah but so i had to like it took me a long time to find it at the store because i had to like start turning over boxes i was like one of y'all that says pregnancy and motherhood must be raspberry leaf because Mm. apparently lots of women drink it but it's supposed to strengthen your uterus and get you ready for um baby times could you just do it you could drink it anytime though if you wanted a real strong uterus yeah i mean uh, if you just, I just if imagine you your uterus, uterus punching oh, people my yeah. uterus is my uterus is 30 centimeters right now it is the biggest is. muscle in my whole body yeah it's, oh it's, yeah it's consumed my abdomen yes yeah it's yeah it is it's huge it's no it's it, from my pelvic bone it up to like right you can't see this but it's like above your belly button r- like, like my belly above. button is here yeah so yeah, and like right that is where that's where my uterus is under your this is the boobs. size of my uterus right now but yeah it's the strongest muscle in my body at this moment <laughs> the human body man it's fucking normally amazing. it's your heart but no mm, right now right it's, it's my uterus oh yeah all that extra blood's going in there all my four pounds of extra blood yeah yeah fuck um magical also essential oils that we all love anyways um Uh, science says that lavender clary sage and marjoram are really good uh for massage to make Mm. you feel better during menstruation or just whenever you're feeling lavender just makes you feel better achy and terrible i would think you could dilute the cinnamon bark essential oil as well and use that for relief yeah if it doesn't burn yeah i mean some kinds of cinnamon formulations you can't you may not use topically right um sage tea for hot flashes uh is supposed to be a thing because republic of tea was like marketing one for so i don't know their their catalog told me it was a thing so i am (laughs) regurgitating that information for you go with it yeah and oh, I want to give a shout out to Planned Parenthood started a period tracker that is gender neutral. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. awesome! That's really cool. That's great. 
Yeah. Do you, do you guys use period trackers? Well, you don't need to. I mean, uh, you're looking at me. Because you're across the table from me. The person that hasn't had a period in over 10 years. But I use this one that was invented by somebody in Europe. I think it's German, uh, but it's called Clue. And I like it a lot. The only problem is they don't have like a setting for pregnancy. Oh. And so yeah. to keep all of my stuff accurate, I have to go in and pretend I'm having a period. Wow. So that when, uh, so I st- all that, my previous data doesn't get all screwed up. Oh. Yeah. Because they, because they like uh, get all this data for you, which is really sweet. And I was tracking like my ovulations, my menzies. That's pretty period. rad. Like, yeah, it was pretty rad. And they've got these like cute little icons and you can even track like your discharge, your mucus, your body temperature, your mood, your acne. Um, wow. Yeah. All sorts of things. I didn't even you know put, this was a thing. You so. can put little tags on. on yeah. Stuff. And like if you're awesome. like if you're feeling dizzy or headachey mm-hmm, or yeah. nauseous or how your sleep was. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I started track because since I'm on the pill, like that is the tracker right there. But Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to see track more of like kind of so not to figure out when my period is going to happen or when I'm ovulating, but to uh, just kind of see if there were any trends. Because for me, I don't really have a lot of symptoms or it's kind of psychosomatic for me because I don't. I'm, I don't have it in my head like, oh, I'm PMSing. Like, I don't experience it as being different than how I normally am. Right. So it was kind of an experiment to see if there was any kind of, like, trends, which I don't really, I haven't really noticed any. So. Yeah. But also kind of playing around to see, like, moon phase, if that affects oh, me yeah. in any way. Um, so, but I, I tend not to sync with the moon, so. Yeah, me neither. I think, I don't know. My cycles are too long, like... Before I got uh, pregnant, my cycles were usually around like 35 to 40 days. I still ovulate, though. I need to figure out how to track that. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I think I'm if I'm anything, I'm premenopausal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I know. Yeah, I mean, I still have two functioning ovaries. So they're they're doing something. You just in don't there. have a uterus. Right. No uterus. So I don't know how I honestly don't know how things work inside my body it would be something to research i guess and find out if i could you know either use one of those trackers to see i don't i don't know how you tell when you ovulate if well once i started tracking my ovulations i started to like feel it realize the symptoms yeah Yeah. because like i I cramp during ovulation and uh some like my skin like my the oils like my face kind of changes Mm -hmm. and that like it gets more oily and stuff and supposedly uh they did did all these studies where when women ovulate we give these little signs that men can read like the way you walk is different your face come becomes subtly different your voice goes up in pitch because you're when you're at your most fertile and so the oh. the men have to know so they can that stick makes their non-flaccid like, right. yeah i mean animals yeah. are the same way mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. they're like ready to get it on make a baby <laughs> that. yeah my husband calls it he's like your witchy magic your ovulations nice i you like can, how he says it in the voice of jack black <laughs> well that's just how he talks ovulations. all the time <laughs> Well, because and then when you uh, when women cry, men's testosterone drops. <laughs> so if I'm like, sorry, yeah, like if I, uh, well, because testosterone blocks empathy. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So the the men, in order to empathize, their testosterone has to go down. Uh, so mm. yeah, whenever I start crying because we're like watching something, or I'm just crying because I'm emotional. I don't know. My <laughs> my husband's like, you're using your witch magic on me, your lady powers. <laughs> my funny. testosterone's dropping. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I'll have to impart that wisdom to my husband he will be 
he'll be even more steadfast in his rejection of my witch powers. You're like, no woman, you will not do it to me. <sighs> no, we're just magically witchy. Well, uh, we've gone a little long on oh, this one. Oh, I, you got I have one oh. other quick shout out. Um, I was Never at mind. PP, um, Planned Parenthood, because I had a yeast infection, which totally not a big deal i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens yeah. Um, happens. but anyway they had a lot of really awesome information for trans folk about healthcare that i would have that's never awesome. even thought about which i should have that's my bad but um they and they also had a lot of great pamphlets and stuff so um if it's something you or someone you know would be curious about um about how uh um trans men still need to get checked for uh like cervical and ovarian and uterine cancer if you still have those parts um even if you present as a man um and vice versa you know um any kind of like prostate cancers or cancer screenings that are male biologically specific if you're a trans woman you might still need to get checked for those things um just a lot of really great information about std prevention and cancer screenings and things that are specific to trans issues. Um, also, I got to say that all their intake forms and documents and stuff were all gender neutral, Fantastic. which is really awesome. Um, they ask you on the form what your preferred pronouns are. Um, so just really, really great stuff that's super inclusive that I wouldn't have even ever thought about. And that maybe, um, you know, if you're transitioning or even if you've been transitioned for a long time, you might not be thinking about um health wise so big shout out to that i was very impressed dude my two top charities are planned parent and aclu yep. i mean if you mm -hmm. can if you have money mm -hmm. to give to people i like ACLU those is great yeah yeah all righty oh what do we got next hey you know what we have a special announcement special announcement that's the song <laughs> announcing special stuff yeah so we're gonna be dropping an extra podcast because <gasps> we usually do one a month uh we're gonna be dropping an extra podcast all Samhain and halloween themed Blam. everybody's favorite holiday oh yeah truth truth but uh, uh we're gonna try to drop it right before yeah the friday before halloween yes. yeah the uh, yeah. 27th yeah so be on the lookout for special that episode bonus <laughs> yeah yeah a little bonus from your pals here <laughs> it's all Raider. treats no tricks i mean maybe a trick and if you're not signed up for our newsletter go check out our instagram or facebook for the link to sign up for the newsletter. yeah we're not get gonna read out the up. link nah just go get you signed <laughs> just up just go get you signed up uh, because there'll be a lot of uh witchy halloween shit yeah. In our uh, upcoming newsletter, which will drop Friday the 13th. Oh. Crafts, recipes. Yeah. Which things? All the things. Everything. All the things. Anything. Whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus, bitches! <laughs>